Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Like there's just options for leverage innings where guys, I, I would feel comfortable putting them in those situations. I mean, if you look at Andrew, he's thrown some meaningful innings over in Tampa. Like he's comfortable throwing late and, and tough games and being on that stage. So we do have some options back there with Gio and Andrew and Middleton. I mean, you go down the list, there's some good options outside of Helsley and JoJo. Um, so ability to shorten the game is, is real. Cardinals manager Oliver Marmol um, talking about his bullpen and hoping the depth is good, believing the depth is good for the 2024 season. The Cardinals are in the midst of spring training as we speak this week, reporting for camp pitchers and catchers. Now full team squad. They're going to get going here and uh, just getting themselves ready for the baseball season. This Cardinals report brought to you by Renner Garage Door, R-E-N-N-E-R, forward and back. Family-owned and top-rated, RennerDoorSTL.com. Let's send it to Jupiter, Florida, that is. We bring in our guy. What are you doing? Come You're on, man. You're such a cornball. Just, just making sure. You might think Florida. it's the planet. Uh, oh, that. Matt Pauley, our sports fella. He joins us from spring training. Oh, what's going on, Matt? Just another day of baseball out here. How are you guys? Hey, we're doing okay today, mm-hmm. all things considered. And um, what what's other than the jerseys thing? Because <laughs> that was a thing on Monday. Yeah. Other than what's going on with the uniforms, which we can get to in a minute. What's happening at camp today? Yeah, so uh, just more bullpen sessions from pitchers. That's the main thing. We saw uh, a lot, you know, generally 20, 25 guys uh, go out there and have bullpen sessions at one point or another. The first group today, uh, that included, uh, let's see, uh, Lance Lynn was in there, Sonny Gray, Ryan Helsley. Other people came in after that. So uh, it's just a lot of guys kind of getting loose, getting 15, 20 pitches in, and that's sort of the way they're going to get things started. And so you've got the full team uh, workouts. When is that happening again? I thought it was. Uh, they report on Sunday. First okay, Sunday. workout right. on Monday. All right. So that's that's happening very soon. Well, in, in the first few days of camp, as a baseball observer, what are you most interested in? Uh, two things, and it hasn't really changed. Uh, the the, the uh, battle for bullpen spots. But, you know, the battles aren't going on yet. Again, this is more about just guys getting loose. Right now, it's just watching guys play catch. If we're really being very honest about things, it's watching guys play catch. It's listening to the answers that are being given. Uh, it's it's the attitude and the excitement. But once things actually start happening that matter, it's uh, watching the, the battle for the bullpen spots and whether or not Mason Wynn can be the everyday shortstop. So that's all stuff that I think everybody is is paying attention to, wondering how this pitching staff is going to shake out. Um, as you mentioned, it is still very early, but this bullpen, it seems like they are improved from last season. And again, you never really know about a bullpen because there's a lot of fluctuation or there can be from year to year. But um, how much better is this Cardinals bullpen than last season? 
I think significantly better just because of the two guys that they've brought in most, most specific, they brought in more than two guys, but the two guys that you kind of pencil in as being high leverage guys in Andrew Kittredge and uh, Keenan Middleton, you add that to the group with Ryan Helsley and, and Jojo Romero and you know, Gio's in there as well. It feels like there's a lot more options now when if you're up by one in the seventh inning and you need to hand the ball to somebody, there's a lot more confidence in who you're handing the ball to in that situation this year than there was last year. Anybody you think could have a breakout spring? You, sometimes you never know, but is there a player or two that you're really going to pay attention to? Yeah, so one guy that I'm watching is uh, Luke and Baker because he's got power, and if, if he can find a way to make this team and also find a way to be a consistent power bat off the bench, that could be a really impactful thing for this team. He's a right-handed bat. He has power. He's not going to play every day. You got a guy by the name of Paul Goldschmidt over at first base, and there's other guys on the team who can, you know, and Alec Burleson can play at first base, and Matt Carpenter can play at first base. So Baker's opportunities would be few and far between. But if he can find that way to get, you know, three, four at-bats a week and still be productive, that's a powerful bat off the bench. All right, now let's get to the important stuff. What's wrong with these jerseys? The uh, the Athletic wrote about it today, or at least the story was posted today. You've got players around the league saying things like they look cheap and it looks like a giveaway jersey that they might hand out at a stadium. Um, they don't uh, players for the most part, don't appear to be happy with what they're wearing on the field right now. What's going on? Yeah. So fanatics took over the production of the jerseys this year. They're, they're licensed out by Nike, but Nike's not producing them anymore. Instead, they're being produced by fanatics and I don't have a big problem with the front of the jersey. So the front of the jersey looks a little bit different because the birds on the bat is no longer being stitched directly onto the jersey. It's being stitched onto a patch, and then the patch is being put on. It is still being stitched. That was something that the Cardinals really fought hard for. Uh, initially, Fanatics was going to do some sort of you know press on there, and, and the Cardinals said no, that they still expected it to be stitched on. So I don't have a problem with the front. The back of the jersey, though, the, the numbers look weird. The names look weird. They look cheap. They lowered where the MLB logo is. So generally, the MLB logo is right on like the collar. And now it's a little bit lower, right above the lettering of the name. So that, that doesn't really look very good. Uh, players were complaining about the way the pants fit. So previously, you would get measured, like your legs and your body would be measured in multiple areas, and the pants would be designed specifically for your body. Well, this year, I guess they're just doing a couple measurements, and they don't fit as well. So uh, outside of the press release, which there was a quote from Nolan Arnato in the press release, uh, being very positive about the jerseys, outside of the press release, I have not heard a single person say a positive <laughs> thing about these new uniforms. It's no. almost like... I mean, if you're listening from the outside, you're thinking, oh, suck it up and play. But, I mean, could it could it lead to maybe some changes here? Because you want the players to be comfortable. I think that's the start, right? When they go on the field, whatever they're wearing, I think you want them to feel good in it. Yeah, I think there's two things. First off, it's a big league jersey. Like You walk into a big league clubhouse for the first time, you put on that that uniform top, it's, it's something special. And it these don't feel quite the way they did before. So you lose something. 
I don't expect any changes for this year. Production and it would be really tough uh, at this point in time. You know, just uh, five six weeks out from the start of the regular season, it would be hard to turn you know, to pull an about face and do something. Uh, but if the if the complaints remain consistent, I would think changes for next year. The other thing, this is the stupidest thing in the world, by the way, when it comes to uh, something else with jerseys. So Major League Baseball has a rule that you can't have more than five jerseys. So the Cardinals already had four jerseys, the classic home and away, and then they've got their alternate home and away. This year they're adding a City Connect jersey, so that's their fifth. In the past, during spring training, they have worn these red spring training jerseys during games. They're lighter, they just make sense, and then you have this big feeling of finally getting to wear the white Cardinals jersey when you make the team. Well, spring training jerseys count against your five jerseys. So That's stupid. Yes, it's it's That's insane. very stupid. Yeah, they had to drop the spring training jersey this year, and guys are wearing the actual in-season game jerseys while working out on the backfields simply because the Cardinals have a city connect, and Major League Baseball won't let them have more than five jerseys, and they count that as one of their five. This is insane. It is MLB is so dumb. So about what would happen? Okay, this is an, a serious question. What would happen if the Cardinals just made spring training jerseys and wore them? They probably can't get them made. Well, and here's the thing: Cardinals I mean, we're, we're, made. we're talking probably million millions of dollars, with, you know, for the total contract that Major League Baseball and, and Nike and now Fanatics are getting involved. We're if if the Cardinals were to take the field in a jersey that was not the official jersey, trouble. Yeah, th- there, I mean, that might be breach of contract, yep. lawsuit sort of stuff. Really? Yep. Yeah, that's so unbelievably technical. I do think the jerseys look cheap. The jerseys look like if it were my job to order the jerseys and I found a slightly better price on Amazon to buy these jerseys Uh and I bought them and it said they were authentic and then they show up and you're like, Ugh, uh, what is it? DH Gate? Yeah. It's like you bought a jersey from DH Gate. Uh, That's what these look like. It's like, well, I and, mean, I bought a pair of Adidas shoes like years ago when I first started shopping, you know, on Amazon. I thought, oh, here's a great price for these Adidas tennis shoes. Well, they definitely were made in some random small town in China because the box was written entirely in Chinese and the shoes were the cheapest thing. I threw them. I just threw them away. They were so cheap. That's what they kind of look like they got scammed. It, I think it's really worth because I saw the social media reaction. And of course people out there are going to say, Oh, look at the Cardinals cheaping out again. This has absolutely give the Cardinals credit for getting the stitching on the front. This has absolutely nothing to do with the Cardinals. This, this is a major league baseball issue. Yeah. And uh, they control everything and they, well, I guess all the leagues do. I mean, they really, have a, a lockdown on this stuff because it's it's merchandising for them. They they're able to sell jerseys and they want the, the teams to wear what they are producing so that they can sell what they are producing to fans. It's also of note Fanatics is taking over the uh, construction of NHL jerseys beginning next season. Oh yeah. Well, oh, it's well, been Adidas, right? It has been Adidas. Okay. It yeah, was Reebok, so, I think, before that. It, the weird thing in all this is, so Nike has been producing them. Now, Nike has like taken a step back to actually producing, and they've basically outsourced the production yeah. to Fanatics and are just allowing them to throw the swoosh on there. Um, and, and that's what's going to be 
So that's why it's different last year to this year. They're both technically Nike jerseys, but last year was different because mm-hmm. it was produced by Nike. Now it's being produced by Fanatics, and that's what the NHL jerseys that are going to be next year. They're going to be Fanatics-produced jerseys. See, that's what surprises me, that Nike would do that. Like, why would you go – are they saving money? Why yeah, would you money. go cheapo yeah, on no Major League Baseball jerseys? I would guess that Major League Baseball is one of your bigger contracts, and the thing is, for all of Nike's troubles, and you can say – I know a lot of people who don't buy Nike for whatever reason. Um, a lot of reasons, too, is like how their stuff is made and where it's made. I'll tell you what, they are known for a lot of quality products. Like, they make the best running shoes. I like their running clothes. They're known for actually good quality. So why, in what I would guess is an important contract with Major League Baseball, would they be cool with saving money and manufacturing through Fanatics? It's the world we live in. And speaking of that, you know, uh, New Balance shoes are definitely better than Nike shoes, Amy. Well, well, the ones you wear, those white the ones. ones that got stolen, the ones that you use to mow the lawn. That's what <laughs> that's what he's got. Well, listen, I have, an, I have a, a narrow foot. Nike, I think, is good for narrow feet. OK, <laughs> thanks for sharing. Hey, uh, anything else we need to know before we say goodbye? Uh, no, just make cool. sure that Amy doesn't fall over with her narrow feet. <laughs> OK, you yeah. know what, Matt? I, I, I go to bat for you a lot. <laughs> This is how you treat me. Well, well, you go, I got narrow feet. You, gotta, you expect me not to respond to that? Come no, on. you do. You should. I also really recommend the uh, Zach Galifianakis SNL New Balance commercial. It's pretty funny. I feel I'll like I've seen up. it. Yeah. I will look it up. But New Balance is great. Hey, we'll talk next week, Matthew Paul. Oh, wait. Uh, countdown to opening day tonight? Yes. Mike Claiborne and myself, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Uh, lots of interviews, lots of audio from press scrums. Just uh, if you want to get a sense of what's going on at spring training, we've got it for you tonight. Later, Bubba. See ya. That's Matt Pauley. He is our sports fellow. You can follow him on Twitter at Matt Pauley on air. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 